0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat Local New York podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale, and in this week's episode, I have Paul from Living Wage Syracuse. Uh, This is a difficult podcast for me to put out, um, mainly because I know that I have a lot of friends in this industry, restaurant owners and, and managers, who are probably going to be a little upset with me for having Paul on as a guest. If you don't know who Paul is or Living Wage Syracuse, uh, Paul has this website, again, livingwagesyracuse.com, where he essentially lists two categories of restaurants. The The first list is those who are paying a living wage to their employees as best as Paul understands they are. And the second list is of the restaurants who are not paying their employees a living wage as best as Paul understands. And he talks in the podcast about how he does research or tries his best to verify um, who is and who is not paying a living wage. I first heard about Paul because through through a couple other people, through the grapevine or i've I've heard from stories either directly or indirectly from restaurant owners. About Paul and this quote unquote nut job who um, is hurting them quote unquote they are uh, you know b- b- Paul's method of uh in some cases of finding out if someone is paying a living wage or not is to just send them a direct message and ask or are, are you paying a living wage and then essentially taking it from there, and if they aren't then he'll do what he can to uh, persuade them to begin paying a living wage. And sometimes um, that entails putting them on the website under the non-paying, non-living wage paying restaurants. And then also uh, posting lots and 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 lots of comments or really essentially just trolling them, uh, to use Paul's terminology, until they either decide to pay a living wage or they just completely block him and all that kind of stuff. Um, And so, you know, for a lot of small... uh, Well, for a lot of people who don't understand um, what's happening, that can be kind of terrifying. You know, to some it can be like, I don't really care. Uh, To others it can be terrifying. And I'm not saying that the ones that are terrified... Vi- or guarantee that they don't pay a living wage. And we'll get into that here in a second. But, um, but uh, well, anyway, so that's essentially what happens. Um, now, when I first heard about Paul, I was, I was told this, that, um, Hey, this, this, again, I'm, I'm quoting here, paraphrasing, but uh, the, uh, Hey, this nut job contacted this restaurant and won't stop commenting on their post and tagging them in his comments and saying that they're not paying a living wage, and to him the living wage is twenty dollars an hour, and that's ridiculous. Doesn't he know any better? And da, da 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 da, you know, watch out for him. So that's what I had heard from a couple of different people, uh, and so I wanted to have Paul on because honestly, when I invited, when I had scheduled him and invited him on the podcast, in my head I'm thinking to myself, I'm about to put this lunatic in his spot, in his place. Doesn't he understand that restaurants can't pay everybody twenty dollars an hour? And I very quickly. Uh, realize that paul's a good guy and he's probably needed and necessary for the restaurant industry Paul's basing his living wage um standard based on the uh the the sheet the the study that came out from mit last year or the year before that was saying uh, for a single person one individual to uh survive. To pay their bills and have a life uh, as an employee, like what do they have to make? They have to make a, a bare minimum of fourteen dollars and twenty-nine cents an hour, and then that's that goes up based on if you're a parent, single parent, you know, married couple, you know, whatever the case is. It that that the stat, and you can just Google it. What is a living wage for Syracuse, New York? And you'll get that that sheet. Um. But Paul's basing it, basing his living wage on the bare minimum single individual living on their own, no children, fourteen twenty nine an hour. Good for Paul. I'm I'm having, like I said, going into this podcast, I was siding with the restaurant owners that were like, "This person is wretched and horrible, and doesn't he know? And you don't know the struggles and you know the costs, and you're gonna price everybody out and." and i went in with that mentality thinking paul is out there telling restaurants you have to pay everybody 20 dollars an hour they got to start at 20 bucks an hour paul's not saying that for for the restaurant owners that are pissed off right now and listening to this and saying how in the hell could you have this guy on the podcast and give him a platform let me just say paul is not a bad guy do i agree with his methods no um, do I think that there's a, a maybe a, a better way of doing it that would actually not only get more restaurants to pay their employees a living wage, but also maybe educate everyone at the same time? Yes, I do. I am never for trolling people. You know, sure, I want to troll people all the freaking time. Are you kidding me? But I am never for trolling people. Uh, everybody has different methods of doing, you know, their things. Um, but all Paul's trying to do is make sure that every restaurant employee in S- Syracuse uh, is getting paid at least fourteen twenty-nine an hour. And that is, again, is what is considered a living wage. I understand costs and trying to keep your business. So I get it. I'm not arguing that... You know, restaurants just need to pay more because they can aff- I'm not saying that at all. but minimum wage is thirteen dollars and twenty cents an hour. and I understand we did the math on you'll listen here in the interview, but you know it can't it can be a lot. listen, you if you if you have all you know one employee f- who's getting paid minimum wage right now to bring them up to 1429 an hour plus and I'm be- being gracious and assuming you're paying an extra thirty percent on top of that in taxes. Yeah, you're looking, you know, a few extra grand a year. If you're a restaurant that's paying everybody minimum wage and you've got 10, yeah, that sucks. That's a lot of money. I'm not... But at the same time, shouldn't everyone that's working be getting paid a, a living wage? I don't know. Um, I talked to the guy for an hour, sat across from him, stared him in the eyes. I I listened to what his perspective was, on on why he's doing this and why he does what he does. And um, I'm here to say I think it's a good thing. I think Paul's a good guy. I think he's got the best intentions in mind. And, um, again, do I agree with his methods? Not 100%. Um, do I hope that he sways as many restaurant owners over who aren't paying the living wage? Yes, I do. Do I think in the long run that there are that many restaurants in Syracuse not paying a living wage? No, I don't. Um, I think just a lot of restaurant owners see it and they, you know, we're in a world, and I'm going to wrap this up here in a second, but we, we live in a world where every, everybody's hyper, uh I don't know if this is the right word, everybody's like hypersensitive. And so a lot of us were still on edge, you know, especially here. Like, it's the winter time. We're just kind of depressed and pissed off as it is. And uh, just cause of the weather. And so, you know, like, and you know, uh, here in Syracuse and upstate New York, we're for the most part, a pretty uh, antagonistic bunch. Like we're, we're waiting for a fight and we're, we're, we're wanting a fight to a certain extent for just about anything. Um, not to mention the, the, you know, just the climate we're in from coming out of COVID and the restrictions and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and you just feel like you're, especially restaurant owners, you feel like you're constantly getting beat down. And then all of a sudden this guy shows up and he's going to start trying to lecture me on what I should be paying my staff. And he has no idea who I am or, or what I am paying my staff. And I'm sure as hell not about to tell a stranger what it is because maybe this is a scam. And maybe he's going to get information from me if I say it. Maybe I'm getting set up for something. And so I just kind of, you know, hey, fuck off, dude. And then all of a sudden he's going to start commenting like rapid fire and all my shit and trying to tell people i get it i get it a thousand percent um get it one thousand percent but um all i can say is uh, i think he's doing a good thing again don't agree with the methods 100 percent, but i agree with what he's doing i agree with what he stands for and uh yeah so Without further ado and, and I will say this if you're a restaurant owner and you are and you know me reach out uh, uh, if you don't my email address is Anthony at eatlocalnewyork.com. spelled out New York is spelled out and uh, feel free to send me an email shoot me a DM I'd love to have a, a verbal conversation with you though so actually don't email me if you're pissed off or message me because so much gets lost in context via text so call me. My personal cell phone number is 315-436-2091. If you're pissed off at me about this, then pick up the phone and call me, and we can have a normal, rational conversation about it. Doesn't mean we're going to agree, but uh, yeah. All right. Well, without further ado, here is my conversation with Paul from Living Wage Syracuse. I usually don't edit anything out of these for content unless the guest afterwards says, Hey, I didn't want to say that, you know, okay, stuff like that. So unless there's something which that's only happened once or twice, cause they were talking about somebody else. You can, I try not to bash restaurants. Yeah, Having said that careful. Yeah. If you do mention a name, that's fine. I mean, this, that podcast is a little different than most, you know, um, and the worst case scenario that would happen is I may bleep out the name when I'm editing it if I'm yeah. like, ah, yeah, I don't really want to mention names. But yeah. other than that, you can say whatever you want.
1: Well, I mean, so it's funny you say it because I'm like, I'm I'm a terrible troll. Yeah. Um. But <laughs> trolls protect things. Yeah. And trolls keep things safe. And um, I like to make sure that things and people are safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, uh, you know, I started the website because I wanted to do something positive with mm-hmm. all my trolling energy, if you will. And I think that the websites are really good way for me to kind of channel <laughs> some of my... Yeah, yeah, for sure. You
0: Whatever know. you want to call it. I don't know what you want to call it. Can I have a beer? Yeah, yeah, He You brought course. some... He uh, brought... brought
1: these from uh, Fair Deli. Oh, I love them.
0: Lakeland. Yeah. They're on the Eat Local card. Good crew out there. Family-run business. And a massive beer selection. Yeah. I mm-hmm. haven't had this one. Actually, I actually have one, too, because... Yeah. You don't have to use a coaster. I just no, have them there, really, for show. Don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> mm. How's it taste a little beer.
1: Yeah, I like darker beers. Um, I go to a lot of restaurants and I can't find it. You want a Guinness? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's okay.
0: Um, you a big beer fan?
1: Craft beer fan? Um. Well, yeah, definitely um, more craft beer. Um, I like flavor. Yeah, so that's interesting. But I also like bitter, dark, smoky. Yeah. Um. Swish it around in an ashtray. That's the perfect. (laughs) That's the perfect beer. Dark, bitter, smoky. So I'm a little
0: weird. I was just thinking about it the other day. Um. I don't know if you were. uh, How long have you lived in Syracuse? A couple years now. Okay. Were you around when IBU was around in Mattydown? (laughs) I know where it is, but it's not there, right? No, they went out right when the pandemic started. Um, not for any pandemic related reason, really. Mike, big Mike, the owner, um, he was an engineer at Lockheed and left to open the brewery and then had an opportunity to go back, so he did. Hmm. And uh, the big and, callback, yeah. Right? <laughs> but he used to always ask people if they would go in there and didn't know what kind of beer they wanted, he would ask them how they take their coffee, and you know, never heard of it that way, yeah. There's some correlation between. What's type, like If you drink it black versus cream and sugar or flavored, whatever, you can pretty much pinpoint what style of beer that That's you might cool. enjoy.
1: That's cool. I've never heard uh, that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about it because I drink my coffee black at some places, cream and sweet and low at some places. So, yeah. Um, I'm usually not a dark beer guy, but there's some that I like. This I like so far. Yeah. Very good. I cracked one open the other day. I won't mention from who that I dumped immediately. So, all right. So, for everyone watching and listening, there's not many of them, so but there's there's a few. Um, Introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do. It's an interesting question. (laughs) I'm Paul Jackson. I'm the
1: Dump Star. In addition to that, I started uh, LivingWageSyracuse.com.
0: And what does Living Wage Syracuse seek to do?
1: The website seeks to promote employers that have made it known that they want to pay a living wage most times they do pay a living wage sometimes it's hard to verify these things i don't i don't have a whole office of people it's just me yeah so but um you wouldn't believe <laughs> <laughs> how opposed someone is when i contact them <laughs> it's either vinegar mm-hmm or it's honey and and there's Hmm. no there's no middle ground um and then every once in a while somebody tries to snow me and i can see through that too yeah um i won't name names but um (laughs) there is a section lower on the website for that um all right so when did you start this oh just this year just 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 recently oh really it's not even been a year yet wow What made you want to start it? So I came from Ithaca. I'm a transplant. I worked there for many years. Um, Right before I left Ithaca, I was able to bargain for a living wage. Um, That, unfortunately, ended up not working out. Mm -hmm. I moved to Syracuse. The. Forget the name of the office. The workers' workers' rights office or workers' rights. Um, they're right on the commons in Ithaca. Oh, yeah. Real nice group of guys. They have a website, and it's you know just a simple website, and it lists uh, 170 employers that hmm. pay a living wage in Ithaca. Hmm. Now these are like super verified, like hmm. dyed in the wool. You know, yeah. I can't do that. Not yet. Maybe. You right. know, I don't. I don't know how far this is going to go. But um. So. As an employee, you know, you can look up, I want to go work here. Yeah. I, I know I should work here. They believe in me. They believe in my ability to pay for my one-bedroom apartment. They they want to take care of me somewhat, mm-hmm. you know, somewhat. Um, so I started this website to kind of do that here in Syracuse. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um what is considered a living wage? So right now, <laughs>
1: so it's, it's, it's two things. Um, it's a definition, mm-hmm. and then it's a dollar amount. So which one would you like first? The definition. Okay. The definition <laughs> is the bare minimum that you can make. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say minimum in that definition. Um, a wage high enough to maintain a normal standard of living. Okay. That's the, the real definition. Yeah. In Onondaga County, it's fourteen twenty nine.
2: Yeah.
0: Per hour. All right. Um, which minimum wage is what, thirteen twenty? Yeah, thirteen twenty yeah. right now. Um that's not that much. Uh
1: which way do you mean? That's fourteen. That, the, that my yeah. my mark <laughs> right, what yeah. I'm trying to strive for is not that is far that off like, from where we were. Is yeah. that so half the states um have wages above the federal minimum wage.
0: Which what's um, the federal,
1: is it? Uh seven and a quarter.
0: Wow. Holy yeah. shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, so, and the funny thing is about that, so say, say you know, there's, there's an argument, raise the minimum wage. Yeah. Well, so that'll affect, um, that'll only affect 3% of people, but some economists think that 30% of people that work will be affected, you know, everybody's yeah. wage will kind of have to bump
0: up. Right. So it's, it, it's something I believe in, it's something I want to, you know, make real. So what's the so that's the definition the dollar amount is fourteen oh eight? Uh fourteen twenty nine. Fourteen twenty nine. Is that what you consider the living wage to be included on your website and paying uh a- so
1: I always refer to what MIT says. Yeah. So I think those guys are real smart. They <laughs> they, <hope> so. <laughs> they know what they're doing and I let them do their work. So I uh I look to economists and, and yeah. other people for that number. Okay. Um, you know, the, the county looks
0: to you know who yeah. they look to, so right. but I like to support that. So, what is the dollar amount that you that it's your threshold to be um, fourteen twenty nine? Will you make sure the camera's on me for a second? It is. Um, to the restaurant owners who are terrified of now, cut to him. This man right here over fourteen dollars and twenty nine cents. Are you kidding me? So to that, um, I, can, I can just prove this whole living wage thing
1: right here. You ready? Yes, please. Yeah. Ask who's hired during the pandemic mm-hmm. and ask who has not hired during the pandemic. Yeah. The people
0: that haven't hired during the pandemic mm-hmm. pay above a living wage and they're very proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know of many restaurants in town who um, pay minimum wage. Um, you can't. You can't have anybody yeah. come to work. You can't anybody clock in. Right. Um, the perception, well, uh, so I I legitimately thought that your threshold was $20 an hour.
1: No. Um, no. Whatever it is in the county. I know it's so low, but <laughs> let's just do it, right? Let's just do it. 14. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. Let's
0: give it a shot. See what happens, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's crazy. Um I mean, yeah, like, yes, those numbers, there was, I think Syracuse.com, or, it was circulating in our area on Facebook last year, I think, that graph from MIT about what is considered a living wage, and then it broke it down if you're single, single with kids, you know, all the way through married, one, one adult working, all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll, you want to make your restaurant owner's heads just explode, <laughs> tell them if they hire somebody with one kid, two kids, three kids, yeah. it stops at three kids yeah the numbers stop right. at three kids. What if you have four? Yeah. What if you have five? How much are you supposed to? Uh, we don't know
0: yeah uh my wife and I when we were going through like premarital counseling um and you know we were like talking about having kids and all that kind of stuff, and our concern was, well, we want to make sure that we're we haven't you know we're well enough off, have enough money to like afford kids and you know provide a good life for them and I remember our you know marriage counselor would kept saying kids aren't expensive kids aren't expensive kids aren't expensive um, and then when I saw that graph and it went from like 14 29 to $29 <laughs> I was like yeah. fuck kids yeah. aren't expensive <laughs> yeah oh yeah no yeah they're
1: definitely expensive
0: yeah so so, uh, so you started uh, less than a year ago you have the website and you have essentially two groups of uh, restaurants on that on that list you know those that pay above a living wage or pay a living wage and those who don't. Um, how do you find out who's paying what? I'm so glad you asked. It's really easy. Sometimes monster.com has a post for the
1: dishwasher. Mm. You you know restaurants. That's most often the lowest paid position. Yeah. Um, host, you know, some other things, but there's a tip out there, and that gets into, you know, yeah. service. And unfortunately, I can't help servers yet. I, I would like to, but I've got to help the— Wage earners first, and then then I'll help the servers. Yeah. Um, so I think the, the easiest way to put it is if everybody makes a little bit more, mm-hmm. everybody will be a little bit better off, and yeah. you'll be able to change
0: what you have going on. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, we're talking about the difference of a dollar nine an hour, which I often when I screw up math issues or math problems. I often tell people it's because I was homeschooled and raised in Kentucky, which is true on both accounts. Um, but just because I don't trust my homeschool math or my Kentucky math, I'm just going to do it. So that's $43 and 60 cents a week. Is that person that shows up?
1: Is that person not worth that to you? Yeah. And then being the employee, you got to ask yourself if my boss isn't willing to chip in that dirty 40 bucks,
0: should probably go work somewhere else yeah thank you so much for listening to the podcast we want to tell you really quickly we are hosting a sangria crawl in downtown syracuse on april 16th you can head to eatlocalnewyork.com and buy your tickets today it's going to be a blast we've got eight different restaurants participating two that we're announcing this week and it's going to end with a party at rail line with live music from joe driscoll and free food from limp lizard barbecue Head to eatlocalnewyork.com and get your tickets today. But hurry, because prices go up April 1st. And now, back to the podcast. Oh, you can't have a day off.
1: No, no, no. You can't
0: have a day off. You're
1: indispensable.
0: Now, I will say in... uh, I won't say say in defense of restaurant owners, but um, I will add on there, you know, they also have a lot of taxes that they have to pay, so... You know, a restaurant may be paying 25, 30% additional in taxes, whatever the, you know, employee is making an hour. So let's just see what that number is. So forty-three let's just see on the high end. I'm going to say that's 30%. So that's another $13 and eight cents. So that's $56 and 68 cents a week, you know? Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like that much. doesn't seem like that much. I was researching this stuff a little bit, and over the past week, and I found a restaurant in Seattle, which Seattle is definitely a far higher, you know, cost of living than Syracuse. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a fast food restaurant out there that has three or four cha- uh, locations. It's called Dicks, mm-hmm. and they I know who do you're talking about. burgers and shakes, yeah. and they pay all of their staff nineteen to twenty dollars an hour. Yeah. And they don't charge an arm and a leg for their food either.
1: I don't remember the number, like the percentage increase in applications when they came through with their wage change. I, I, I didn't have <laughs> – I was pretty prepared. I didn't know you were going to name them. <laughs> but uh, they had a significant mm-hmm. increase in applications. Yeah. Um, no shortage of labor. Yeah. Sorry. Right.
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. they have a pre-application application on their website, on like the main page. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Right>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pre-application application. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so I mean, they're paying $20 an hour now. Their menu prices are, they're doing smash burgers, and I think they were like $2.50, $3, something like around there for a cheeseburger. Yeah. You know, so it's not like they're charging. Yeah,
1: I think the highest burger is four sixty five. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, but yeah. the prices will go up. Yeah, prices will go up. So, what do you? I mean, what's some of the things that you've experienced over the last year doing this? I mean, you know, like what's what are some of the best stories where you've reached out to a restaurant and they're like, I don't mean best like in worst <laughs> yeah. case because I want to ask um, that next,
2: but
1: so. I've gotten some really positive, um, response. I, I didn't reach it. I should have reached out to this person to see if I could. Yeah. Um, um, but, um, up and down, you know, as soon as I, you know, as soon as I can hire, as soon as this, as soon as that, you know, we will be, we won't hire until. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm really excited that, um, I was really excited to put that right. It's one of the hottest breakfast spots. Yeah. Um, I, kind of locked horns with another one of the really big breakfast spots and um they're now on the website in the in the positive on yeah. the positive side uh they didn't reach out to me but you know through my hunting and pecking and looking around um I was able to I'm 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 pretty positive about them being on the good side of the website they're on notice I think you know who you are rooster but um I think, um,
0: I think the website's a good thing. I think it's a really good thing. I'm not going to say who's standing back behind the controls or where they used to work or the name of the place, but did you make a living wage when you worked there? Oh!
1: Well, I, you know, so right after I came at them real loud, I make memes. I'm a, I'm a terrible troll, you know? <laughs> I like to keep things protected. I like to keep things safe. Um, right after I went at them real hard, there were... Um, first thing first thing when, when when I know I'm doing my job, yeah they revamped the website in some fashion. Hmm. They pay somebody to come through, clean everything up, make everything look better, sometimes their Instagrams change as soon as I come hmm. after them, which is I know I'm doing the right thing um, so but they did post right on the website for a long time, sixteen to eighteen an hmm. hour, and that was up from fourteen okay so i I feel pretty good about yeah. putting them on the on the positive side of the website, I think. I, I don't even know, you know. I, I I'm I got to be honest. I'm kind of ignorant. I don't know a lot of these restaurateurs. I don't mm. know a lot of these owners. Um, I only know what they put out on social media and Facebook.
0: Right. Um, so I got to go on that. Um, yeah. I think most. Well, I shouldn't say. I think I, my perception would be if you, if you had to ask me, do most rest, locally owned restaurants in our immediate area pay? more than 14 29 an hour, I would say yes. Um should have them email me. Yeah.
1: Get them on the good side of the website.
0: I know. It's co- just me.
1: I'm just one man. Yeah. Like, you know, I've got a full-time job. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know,
0: I try my best, you know. I know a couple who don't, but that I'm kind of close to, but they start, um, everybody gets hired at the base position. And then within three months, if you are, If you've shown like the eth you know, all that kind of stuff, then they I don't want to keep warm bodies. Right. I don't believe in keeping warm bodies. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Somebody
1: that just comes up, does the bare minimum, Mm. shows up. Yeah. Messes up. Doesn't show a desire to learn. Doesn't show a desire
0: to grow. Mm. There's probably somewhere else Mm. you can go work.
2: Yeah.
1: For
0: sure. Yeah. I mean, some of the chains are paying starting out at... $15, $16, $17 $15, 16 $17 an Go hour. I work there? It's right. a living
2: wage. Yeah.
0: All, every fast food place in Onondaga County pays a
1: living wage. Yeah. I don't got to fight them.
0: Right. There's a, I have a, the market diner is a, a client and good friend of mine, and he's right in, across the parking lot from Wendy's that's paying $16 an hour. So his dishwasher is getting $16, $17 an hour, you know? I mean, he's, and he's been doing that for years pre run a restaurant without dish. Right. But he's paying everybody because he has to stay competitive. They can just go across the parking lot. And that's okay? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I was talking to a, a guest, Lauren, who were, you know, was one of the partners and chefs at Amano. And I think, well, they came from Philadelphia. Amano is like really nice. One, My favorite restaurant in Syracuse. Um not like fancy, but just best quality food, in my opinion, Italian. And uh, anyways, I was asking her, what's the biggest difference between Syracuse and the Philadelphia restaurant scene and your sort of a world? And her, she, what she said was, in Philadelphia, you knew that there was three or four people waiting to take your job. If you fucked up on the line, like, you know, they work for Mark Vetri, which is a really nice, you know, restaurant tour. Um, if you fucked up, there was four or five people just waiting to step in that could just take over and and do your job here. You don't have that in Syracuse, especially at that quality level of a restaurant. You really are like begging people, you know, during the pandemic, I have a friend at another restaurant, his uh, one of his dishwashers was a raging alcoholic. I mean, barely functioning alcoholic and they would have to constantly give him beer in order to keep him on the line from passing out, you know, like, I don't. So the, my, my point in saying nice those, they enabled that employee right. yeah. you know,
1: to make bad decisions. That's yeah. nice. That yeah. sounds constructive.
0: <laughs> um, yes, I agree with you. Uh, they, but they had, I'm not saying, but it's justified. I'm just saying there is no, a year I'm ago. Yeah, don't, don't apologize. <laughs> at all. I'm sorry. I want you to be yourself and say whatever you want to say on this. Um, Uh, there was nobody to pull from. I'll give you one last anecdotal story. Uh, I worked for a restaurant that was a ghost kitchen that opened up. And after two weeks, they had to close their business after only being open for two weeks because they couldn't hire staff. Now, this was during the- Couldn't pay staff? Well- Or couldn't hire staff? I'll get to that point. Okay. (laughs) They couldn't hire staff. Um, And this was at the height of- Max unemployment benefits. Um, so they, that
1: was that was a difficult time, <laughs> right?
0: They they offered a out of work collecting unemployment cook, a chef, a veteran in the industry, twenty five dollars an hour cash under the table, and he still turned it down.
1: As he should. Why would you work under the table?
0: well because he wouldn't, he ref, they offered him $30 in the books and he said no Gotcha. okay because he, his concern was he would lose his unemployment mm. he could stay home can't game the system it's right. a
1: bad yeah it's exactly. a bad play
0: so i'm not saying that that is the case yeah, today because yeah. i know it's not um but a year and a half ago it was brutal out there i mean it was very challenging for most you know to find people um a lot of restaurants in the area have now finally started even the small ones who thought that they could never afford it, they finally started offering like health benefits and retirement packages and you know, stuff like that for their employees, which very few, I mean very few still offer those things, but three years ago, hardly anybody offered it in the restaurant scene around here. Yeah. You know so there has been a lot of positive things I think that have happened as a result of the pandemic in that, those regards. I don't want to give away too much of what you have. So when this started.
1: Um... You know, I I wanted to earn a living wage. Um, You know, I've only been making above a living wage since 2018. Hmm. I like to say I was in the rat race. You know, I was in in the thick of it, week to week. You know, I was in it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and um, you know, it it gets said a lot, and I just I like to I like to make sure that it gets said. Yeah. FDR had a pretty um, poignant quote. Um, no business, which depends for existence on paying less than living wages to its workers, has any right to continue in this country. Hmm. It was That was, I think, in his 1933 address. <laughs> and that's right before the Fair Labor Standards Act of hmm. um, 1938 got yeah. signed in. Um, and that kind of made the minimum wage. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's kind of... Like like I want it
0: as a tramp stamp, but not really, you know. But
1: it's it's, it's important to me, you know. It's important
0: to me. Yeah, that would be a so. big tramp stamp. You have to do a small font. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hmm. Is that the Declaration?
2: No, no, it's, it was years ago. It was
1: it's a bad decision, drunk night. But the website's free. It's free for everybody. To, there's never any cost. There's never any, any. No, it's for employers, employees. Mm it's free for everybody to be on it. You're going to be on it on the good side or the bad side when I figure out your MO. So you might as well get on the good side of it. It's free for everybody forever. It'll never be a lot of owners, you know, I'm not paying. Whoa. Yeah. This isn't extortion. This isn't a, you know, grift. I'm not trying to make a buck here. Right. Um, I'm trying to make sure other people make an honest dollar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you, so on the website you have, um, which is Mm livingwagesyracuse.com. You have, you know, essentially two sections. The top, the first section is restaurants that are paying a living wage, and the bottom section is restaurants who are not paying. I like a living to wage. say it's a pledge. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I can't. It's hard to. Yeah.
1: You can't tell
0: me what one of your
1: employees makes, but you can tell me that everybody makes above this. Yeah. It's a little. There's a little legal. Oh, really? You know, privacy issue there. Oh, but yeah, that makes sense. Um, that's why the the agencies that do the certification are so important. Um, I went to try to find them. Yeah. Um, they're never in their office here in Syracuse. <laughs> I couldn't find
0: them. Really? Yeah. I couldn't find them. <laughs> uh, the, the, the conversation you and I could have about politics in Syracuse is probably a different podcast, but Ooh, I, don't, um, I can't have that one. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't do notes on that. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> um, that's pretty interesting. All right. So, So best case scenario, you reach out to a restaurant and you say, Hey, I'm Paul. I have livingwagesyracuse.com where we, you know, promote the restaurants that pay a living wage and we equally promote the restaurants who don't pay a living wage. Um, You know, can you tell me if you pay a living wage or not? And they say, yeah, we do. And you say, great, you're on the website. What happens if they say, no, we don't? It's usually
1: a veiled um, response, mm. N- no thank you, I'm not interested, but your disinterest shows your hand. Yeah. You, so um, it's it's pretty easy. It's, it's, like I said, it's, I, I get two responses, really. Um, sometimes there's some confusion, but that's very rare. Yeah. Um, I get r- two responses, uh, hate or, you know, praise, this is great, yes, that's me, hmm. so how often do you get the hate well there's not too many websites on there um
0: 6040 yeah 60 or like fuck
1: but up. i also, you know, it's an extension of my trolling, so <laughs> i guess i'm seeking out poor responses? yeah not not seeking out poor responses um I'm more fervently adding negative website or negative restaurants. Hmm. Um, They catch my attention and then, you know, I I do my little thing and I, you know, I look at their job postings and I look at Indeed and there's a lot of information from ex-employees and good and bad. And, you know, I try to read through, you know, I hate so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. It's a people problem. That's not a place problem. Yeah. Um, But sometimes there are place problems that are evidence so yeah. it's just I try real hard to I guess find the bad seeds and
0: yeah um is it hard for you to not well, I don't know if you're interested well did, did you ever were you a troll in a former life or were you ever like have you ever trolled it like have you been a troll in a different area besides this <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> um
1: I, yes, yeah. Um, I'm new to it, mm-hmm. I've been trolling for, I would say, less than five years, I think everybody has an inherent, and you either feed the demon or you don't, yeah. Um, I wished I hadn't, I did, uh, it happened, um, so I just tried to channel it into something a little more positive, because um, it can be a real negative thing. Yeah. So I tried to take a negative and put a spin on it, yeah
0: yeah, I think it's tough with uh social media for sure i mean i'm i I look at myself as a negative asshole and um uh, i didn't used to be, but I think part of it is just being on social media i mean the biggest part of i mean my you know I work for myself here, but um the biggest uh part of my day is on social media. Like, my phone screen time is constantly eight and a half, nine hours a day, you know. So, and I think that that just plays a massive effect in somebody's overall positivity. Yeah. Um, what goes in, you know. Right, exactly. Yeah. So. And there's not too much positive out there on the internet. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just curious. If it was like, oh, I could, uh, like... You were trolling in one area, and something died, and you were like, oh, "I'll just go into this." <laughs> um, I think I think I picked up the
1: living wage because it's a, a flag that I knew I could believe in. Yeah, um, it, the wage was coming. Yeah, you know, so uh, one day the website might go quiet. you yeah. know, everybody's on the good side, and my work's done. Yeah. You know. And then I get to go after gig work and gig employment. and you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even tell you. When phase did, two. Can I tell you about phase two? I was going to ask you, oh but I didn't want to give anything away. So phase two, you ready? Yeah. So phase one is informing employers that they need to pay a living wage. Right. Phase two is informing employees that they must accept above a living wage and not work for a penny less. Hmm. I'm going to turn my trolling on that next.
0: So how do, what does that look like? Because um, so right now, gig work, yeah. Uber,
1: all these things,' oh, yeah.
0: you are you're
1: most likely yeah, you're not doing your taxes, right? Correctly. Yeah. Nobody cares at Uber. They don't care if you're doing them correctly or not.
2: Right.
1: Um, you're not making what you should an hour. You like the freedoms, and that's fine. Sometimes you got to go punch a time clock. Sometimes you got to work 9 to 5 or whatever your hours are going to be. Sometimes you need the regularity of employment. Yeah. So I I hate to say it, eventually gears are going to shift into phase two, and the employees
0: are going to be my target. So what does that look like?
1: I haven't fluffed it all the way out yet. Yeah. But um, I've got a lot more work to do first informing employers that they need to pay the living wage. But once they get the idea, you know the the, the machine will yeah. change gears and.
0: So right now, you like like we were saying, you identify a restaurant. You either hear something, or you're just researching, or you're just contacting restaurants, maybe you, that you visit, and saying, do you pay a living wage? Yes or no. And then you get the response, and then if they are, if they say yes, we do. Everybody makes above this, and you do the research and verify it. They go in the one section. And if they kind of give you the hate back or um, and then maybe you research and find out that they aren't, then you put them in the section of employers paying a slave wage, right yeah shameful wage, shameful wage, so um what do you do at that point that's it
1: it's yeah. done um sometimes the business owner will, will like to to poke at me, yeah, and, and that spurs memes and you know some some more trolling and yeah. you know but um i i do have can i read a quote yeah one? of course <laughs> um i'm currently having trouble with um a restaurant it's not like the most local of restaurant yeah but um I don't know if, I don't know. I don't, do you know that place? My handwriting's a little sloppy. Yeah, so. Um, they're actually a very good friends. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Deuteronomy 2414. You shall not withhold the wages of the poor and needy laborers, whether other Israelites or aliens who reside in your land, in one of your towns.
0: Um, I don't know if, I don't know what he pays. Um, he's not interested in being, no, thank you. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know what he pays an hour. I know that, he does treat the staff very well. Um I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard
1: that. The wait staff or the back of house staff. Yeah. I've heard the wait staff's been there a long time. Yeah. So
0: Yeah, I mean it's him and his wife and you, you know you pay
1: wait staff a lot less than you pay back a house Oh, for sure. So yeah. It's easier to take care of them, I'll bet. Yeah. You see everything I do, don't you?
0: No. Oh, okay. Um I forget who the first person was. The first person was that told me about you was actually um, a guy named Bud Laura, who uh, I know why. Do you know Bud? I I
1: know of Bud now because of your podcast. I okay. should have known about him before, obviously. But yeah. like I said, I'm new to the area.
0: Bud's a good guy. I mean, he's seems like it. Yeah, he's um, uh, he saves Real? yeah saves restaurants a shit ton of money. Um, the the whole trying to getting restaurants to do um, getting restaurants to start doing like the benefits how, that Bud has been pushing that company into restaurants in front of them for the past like six months, I think longer maybe, but cause didn't he, we did, he did something at Gearharts with it anyway. So he's been trying to get people to restaurants to add that for a while now. So Bud's a great guy. Um, and I forget who the restaurant was, but somebody like was somebody got the message from you and freaked out, like freaked out and went to Bud, and then Bud called me and was like, have you heard of this? And I was like, no, I haven't. And then I forgot about it. And then I saw you comment on the, you posted something in Where Syracuse Eats. And I was like, oh, that's that guy. So, Because I remember when Bud first told me, I was like, oh, I should, have, I should have Paul on the podcast. That'd be fun. And then uh, I completely forgot about it. And then when I saw you commented, I was like, oh, there it is. Um, I'm not quiet. <laughs> I'm not quiet. It's, uh, I forget where we're going. Actually, I will mention this person's name on the podcast. There's a scam artist that's been unfortunately successful for a few years named Bill Vinci, out of uh, the Utica Rome area. Wow! He has a thing called the Empire Plate. He used to have a show on local cable access in Utica that aired at like two in the morning. And he was cheapest time. (laughs) Yeah, right. He was trying to be a like a basically a shitty version of Guy Fieri. So he goes into a restaurant and he tries the food and he interviews a staff, you know, all that kind of shit. Um, the thing that sucks about him is he—he's no no longer on the local cable access out there. He just posts on his Facebook and YouTube page, but he'll hit up a restaurant and say, "Hey, I'll come make a video, and you'll get so much business from it." Great. How much is it? Thousand bucks. That's a fucking waste of money. Um, no, that's okay. Eight hundred bucks. No, it's okay. Six hundred bucks. And they still bite. No, okay. Four hundred bucks. And they like literally not even like weeks over time, just like bam, bam, bam. Wow. Uh, luckily I That's just saved cool. a restaurant that had hired him. He was showing up on like a Wednesday to do the video. They, he got them for $800 <laughs> stop. <laughs> and thankfully I was like, don't do it. And I connected with another videographer that did it for 200 bucks. Um, so there are companies in the marketing world here that
1: unscrupulous
0: massively take advantage of those that yep. don't know any better. Um, and the worst part about it is, is that they either promise like you're gonna get so much business from this, or they allude to it, or the restaurant owner thinks I'm gonna get so much business from this. If I pay this one person to make this thousand dollar video, that a couple hundred people are gonna see a few seconds of, you know. Um, and so there's a, it's a big scam, unfortunately, yeah. in that world, from what I've seen over the years. So, um, all right. So what is I mean, what's the dream? Like, what's the goal for if Living Wage Syracuse did everything successfully, what would the end result be? I think
1: that I'll be phased out over time. I think that legislation will um, adopt more flexible terms like Living Wage. Mm -hmm. And I think that I won't be needed one day in this facet. Yeah. Um, You know, I have other things that I want to do and get done, but um, you know, hopefully one day I'm not
0: needed. I can (laughs) put down
1: the sword and the shield (laughs) and, you know, go tend my crops. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, you know, restaurant workers are, you know, I mean, there's a lot of hardworking professions out there for sure. The restaurant industry is definitely one of them. Um, And uh, yeah, those employees deserve to be paid very well for what they're doing without a question. Um, I honestly had a lot of questions for you just based on trying to get your perception on, um, well, what happens if like you start paying everybody more? What happens when the cost of food goes up and then customers are priced out of the market? But and I won't say that it's nothing. I mean, you know, six an extra sixty bucks a week if you, if you're not paying if you're paying minimum wage, an extra sixty dollars a week. Yeah, I mean, you multiply that by however many people are aren't being paid that much. Now, over the course of the year, that definitely adds up. Should they be getting paid that? At bare minimum fourteen twenty nine an hour. In my opinion, yes. Um, but. I honestly thought that your threshold was twenty dollars an hour. I understand. A lot of people do. Yeah, it's
1: not. It's what the county says. It's, yeah. I'm only going to go as far as they go. As far as MIT, you know, it's a, it's a flexible. No, I, I like the definition, not the dollar. Right. Um. You know, and, and when my trolling, you know, people say, you know, well, well what is lie want a definition.
0: So yeah. You know, and I got to say, you want the dollar, or you want the words. What do you want? So. Do you think that people that employees should be paid based on their circumstances? yeah you know, like I mean if you're a single parent with I know a kid, that's a very difficult I don't have an answer for that yeah um
1: I can tell you what they need, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you how to get it for them that's that's where my battle stops i can't i can't i don't I don't have an answer, yeah, I just can't I, I,
0: have you thought about doing like a training class for employers or like a no, no um
1: <laughs> no i'm not um
0: like even like a packet like you know like a flyer or something you know no, hey, hey you know hey i understand no, I, you probably. I have a
1: website <laughs> um <laughs> it's, it's 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 so quick to add somebody I, I, I do it right in the morning before i head out the door to work it's upload an image go get their logo done yeah. it's it's lightning right it's crazy no i um, i have a website um there's you know there's resources out there for yeah employers um you know i i could hold a class Mm. on how to abuse your employees yeah and i won't yeah but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, I wouldn't. I, it's not morally correct. But right. there's things written into the laws. If you look there, that are just despicable. Yeah. I mean, once once we cut, I'll. Yeah. Are you going to tell your restaurant friends these things? What about what I tell you after we cut the cameras? Not if you don't
0: want me to. Okay, yeah. I'm, I might tell you then. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean most of our viewers are I think are restaurant owners <laughs> this is what I was thinking industry yeah. people in some way shape or form, you know um, yeah, on one side of the aisle I, I think we have very few actual just regular people who listen to the podcast I, th- I think I know there's some, but not many um, so whenever I do a podcast, there's sometimes I'm think i mean for the most part, I never come in with anything planned because um, I've just found that the podcasts don't go well when I do that. So I usually don't research anything about the guests, whether I know them or not. I might have some sort of an idea of what I would talk to them about, but sometimes we never even get to that. But there are times where I'm thinking to myself, all right, I know a restaurant owner is listening to this and this person probably has some piece of information that was useful to that owner. So let's try and get it out there to them, you know, um, try and get the information from the guests so that way they can learn from it maybe. So my last guest had said that one question he wanted me to ask every person, which I've kind of already asked you, but um, is why do they do it? Why do they do what they do?
1: Yeah, because I didn't make a living wage for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I had a two and a half, almost three hour rhetoric debate with an owner about why I should make a living wage in an environment that I made with a colleague into the most profitable that that environment had ever been. Hmm. And that information was disclosed to us in a group meeting. So I fought for that living wage, and they said, okay, but we don't know if we can keep it 40 hours a week. I came in one Monday. They said, we're not going to work today. We're going to work tomorrow. I went home, gave my resignation, quit, and then I moved up here. Hmm. So uh, I I do it because making above a living wage has changed my life and i know it'll change everybody else's life i hope they do the things when you have those resources you get some education you get some training you get some things that can make you more valuable in the workplace it's all about what you can bring to the workplace this isn't uh you know just f you pay me right. it's not like that you yeah. you can't staff warm bodies you you let them go work somewhere else
0: yeah um i just it's something i believe in it's easy yeah so, I mean, from what it sounds like, it, it sounds like on one side you're saying, yes, everyone deserves to get paid a living wage at the bare minimum, right? Everyone at the very least get, deserves $14.29 an hour, no matter what you're Onondaga doing. County. And on and County. Yeah, right. Um, and on the other side, you're saying uh, to the employer, if that employee isn't doing, like, you, you shouldn't just have a... Uh, somebody who sucks at their job and isn 't doing anything working for you if they 're not like it 's not just like pay everybody fourteen twenty nine an hour and be done with it like it 's kind of if
1: you want me to go review people 's staff, I can do that yeah. i mean i 'm willing to do that <laughs> I can tell you who 's dead weight let yeah. me come in a few shifts let me let me wash your dishes a couple nights i 'll do it all quiet i 'll tell you who 's worth their weight and who who's not you know like yeah. Thousand bucks. Eight hundred. <laughs> Six hundred. Four hundred. Two hundred. Free dinner.
0: You hear that Bill? That's Sorry. how it's <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. Um Okay. Did I do okay? You did great. Right. I'm trying to think of what I'm, what owners are going to be chastising me over after they listen to this. I I mean the cheap ones. What what do you mean? Oh yeah. The ones that are driving the Porsche's and Mercedes but not paying a Yeah. Page. Make sure you visit us online eatlocalnewyork.com to pick up your Eat Local New York card. It's going to save you $5 whenever you spend $25 or more at over 160 participating restaurants all across New York State. And you can even download our app to make it easiest to make it easier to find the list of participating restaurants. So head to eatlocalnewyork.com Pick up your card and download the app today. And now, back to the podcast. I mean, I know what I'm probably going to get from some people. I mean, and I, you know, again, is, is $60 a week, is is an extra $3,000 a year? Yeah. Is that a lot, depending on how many people you have under that threshold? Yeah, it can be, but maybe you shouldn't have that many people under that threshold. Yeah, um, You know, one of the biggest arguments coming into this, because I talked to a few owners and I was like, hey I'm having living wage Syracuse guy on the podcast what's some questions that I should ask ask him and all of the things were basically um, the number yeah well it's the number because a lot of them thought it was twenty bucks I thought it was twenty dollars um, you know and so a lot of them are saying but doesn't he realize that if we it should be twenty four yeah but I'm,
1: i can't I can't
0: push yeah. that
1: I, I don't have any data I don't have any support for that number yeah
0: so why do you say it should be 24?
1: Like a lot of economists, if it stayed with um, inflation. inflation. Yeah. So we, we bump the wage, and then inflation drags it back down. Yeah. Other countries stay constant yearly and just go up. Yeah. So we, we're kind of backwards. So.
0: Listen, my wife and I, we live, when her and I were talking about this episode last week or over the weekend, and I was saying to her, minimum wage is thirteen twenty an hour. Now we live on the north side. We own our our own our home and our mortgage is tiny. Our mortgage is you know I'm sure nothing compared to I mean my wife was paying an extra $200 a month for rent in her apartment that besides it was in a better part of town wasn't any bigger yeah. or you know, anything like that. Yeah. Um so we have a very affordable home. Uh we live in the north side, not a great part of town. Definitely worse. Um, we don't drive like fancy cars, you know. Um, uh, we don't have any student loans or anything like that. Uh, I mean, our bills are very minimal. Is what I'm trying to say. There's no way in hell we could live off thirteen twenty dollars, thirteen yeah, you know, see? minimum wage. There's yeah. no way in hell. I did the math. I was like, at the bare minimum, maybe if there was no internet and no Television yeah. or anything like that. He, no right. yeah. <laughs> heat. No, <laughs> like we could get through We're fine with like in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> we get through with like the mortgage, the car payment, um, the insurances, and food. You know, there's no way in hell that we could yeah. live. You know, any sort of a life. And then now,
1: try to go to school Wednesday nights to pick up stenography or one of these yeah. other.
0: You know, you you can't you can't change. You can't
1: make a change.
0: Yeah, you know. Right, yeah, it's it's definitely uh, ridiculous. So, um, but you know, so a lot of restaurant owners, their argument is, um, but by paying everybody so much more, that then we'll have to raise our food prices so much that we'll be able to price ourselves out of the market. That's already happening. Yeah, housing's gone up forty percent. Grocery stores saw thirty per nine
1: thirty nine percent spike in profits. Uh, Walmart one hundred twenty nine billion in profits. Hmm. Um, the cost is going up anyways. It's just it's just how it
0: is. Right. The wage has little to do with it. I was just talking to a restaurant owner yesterday. The food cost from their suppliers. It's a bakery in town from Renzi, Cisco, whoever they buy from, has gone up so much that they go to Walmart. To buy all their milk and flour and eggs because it's so much cheaper there.
1: But then, who goes? The labor and right. the liability and the parking lot and the driving and you know, is it worth yeah. it? You know, well, are you <laughs> saving that much? Is it the yeah. owner doing the footwork? Well, you know?
0: talk, I mean, let's talk about costs. So th- this person told me that they go onto the app, they buy everything for curbside pickup. So they just pull up and it gets loaded in. But you know, then the, that Walmart employee who Walmart is notoriously underpaid its staff um or found ways to you know benefit. Yeah. Um now they have all those hours and you know all those labor hours and as that pro- you know all that kind of stuff. So um yeah, costs have gone up like crazy. I'm actually opening up a restaurant in like just a couple weeks. And a brick and mortar? Uh yeah, we're going to be a ghost kitchen. Okay. Um, this episode won't come out until I Didn't think. Bud just be like, "Don't open up a go." Yeah, Didn't he just Bud, say that in the podcast? Bud, just, Bud, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Bud was saying, "Yes, you know, I'm sure you. You know, if you listen to that episode, yeah. I mean, his thing he was saying was, um, from King David's perspective, you know, your uh, food cost is thirty percent, your labor cost is thirty percent, your you, yeah. you know everything else thirty percent. If you're lucky, you walk out with a dime." But nowadays, you can't do that. Um, I'm partnering. I'm really good friends with Nick Ford, who runs Limp Lizard Barbecue, and um, and then Chuck Orlando. Who I'd like owns. to know what they pay. Sorry. They pay <laughs> pretty, they actually... I'll tell you off the air a story, but they pay pretty well. Um, Everybody? Yeah. Non-weight they, staff? Yeah. they pay <laughs> Above? Pretty, yeah. Okay. Have me email me. Yeah. Um, yeah, they pay pretty well. Um, and they've had staff there for 15... I mean... Their staff has been with them forever.
1: That's one of the places that had a sign up. Um, I think they've got one right in Baldwinsville, right, right downtown there, or yeah. Liverpool, right, um, right by the park. Yes. And we went in, and yeah. it said um, something about staff shortage. Yeah. And I usually see those signs at places that don't pay well, not at places that pay well. So that's interesting.
0: So they're all the three limp lizards are all connected, but Liverpool is really off by its own. Uh, Nick and Chuck, Nick and Chuck. These two and
1: more, this one over here. Gotcha. Okay. I, I,
0: they're all part, they're all owners from what I understand, but that one's completely separate from the rest of them, you know? Um, yeah. So, uh, no, their staff's been with them for a long time, long, long time. I'd love to
1: get them on the website. Yeah. Have them email me. Yeah, for sure.
0: So, but their North Syracuse location, it's been a little, you know, so they were like, Hey, maybe we should do a ghost kitchen, uh, so Nick and I have been tossing around ideas for the past couple months, and I've had this idea for a legit fried chicken restaurant for like four years. That before I knew anything about ghost kitchens, I was just like it should just focus on delivery and some takeout. And I was, we were, I was, my idea for a name was Three One Fried. So. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> So Paul, chicken's <laughs> dead. We're done. We can't do the chicken. It's dead. Sorry. Um. So that's what we're doing. So it's gonna be a ghost. C- it's just fried chicken sandwiches. It's only like five of them uh, on the menu. But yeah, not a food truck. No, not a no food, lottery. No, everything's changed. It's yeah. all different. Now. We might do it because they have an addition like a trail food trailer that doesn't do anything. So we might do that over the summer for some big events, but. Um, yeah, for the most part, just going to be operating out of their North Syracuse location. Oh, yeah, gotcha.
1: Okay, yeah, gotcha. You've already got some, yes, some real estate, if you will. Yeah, very cool, very good. Go right. right ahead,
0: do it up. Having said that, very cool. It's really interesting to be on this side of the business. You know, I've never been like actually looking at, I've never known what clients or friends pay for food, you know. Um, so setting the menu and then sending it to the food distributor and they're coming back and saying, all right, here's what your food cost is going to be per item. I'm like, that's it. Like, Holy shit. That's, that's nothing for that chicken. Holy cow. And I'm like, and this, these are high prices. Everybody's complaining about how much food has gone up. Wait, food costs. Then you times that by one fifty for dinner. If you're going to do dinner. Right. Okay, yeah. 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 So, but so I'm like, okay, so now I've got what the cost of food is going to be. I, I, Working on the takeout containers and what that's going to cost us. And then, all right, well, how long is it going to take a staff of two people to make that sandwich and the tater tots and bag it and send it on its way? And that's almost twice what the food cost is, you know, the the labor cost. So... Roll up your sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> in Build one it sense, I'm, I'm like Build it I'm like, all right, I, you know, I can, yep. I can sort of understand. Gotta bleed it, right? You know, I mean, that's why, like Bud was saying on the podcast, that's why most owners are they're working in there, you know, eighty hours a week, but they're working the job of somebody yeah. that they would typically hire. You know. I'll be coming out with some food here. I think in a little bit. We'll oh, really? Do some food, yeah, some food truck or something. So. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because so. you used to, you said you used to work in a restaurant.
1: Yeah, I've worked in a ton of restaurants, front of house, back of house. Oh. I worked out at John Thomas, uh, back of house, then got uh, promoted to back waiter, and I've worked all all facets, line, dish. Yeah, I love dish the best. <laughs> I'm a dirty dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. So. Yeah.
0: Well, what else should people know about you or living wage Syracuse? Just email me if you want to be on the website. Most likely, you already pay everybody
1: above minimum, uh, above living wage. Yeah. Um, like you said, you know, as everybody's got to pay fifteen or more because of McDonald's and Wendy's, like you said, market diner. So right. it's just an easy decision. Just email me. Just yeah. make the pledge and just say you're going to do the right thing, and
2: yeah,
0: I'll believe you till I find out you're wrong, and then I'll make memes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I will say you're not a I mean I don't know you but uh, you don't seem like a bad person well thank you yeah. I like that I like that I mean I you are wearing that. a lot of red but you yeah. don't seem like a bad person yeah, <laughs> well Paul thank you so much for coming on I appreciate it and uh, yeah if you're interested in learning more about this go to livingwagesyracuse.com well there it is everybody thank you so much for coming out And listening to the podcast, you didn't come anywhere. You just listened to the podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. It really means a lot to us. Make sure you're subscribed. That way you'll be updated the moment a new episode is released. And then leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. We're going to catch you back here next week at the Eat Local New York podcast.